Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello, Michael. I am in a store for a minute. I'll be uh, right back with you just a second. Hello, this is Kelly. Hello? Hello, I'm on, uh, I was on mute there for Michael. a little bit. Okay. Yeah. But maybe it was a problem with me, so I hung up and called back. <laughs> <laughs> Let's wait for a few more minutes. Are you on the road? Okay. Yeah, I'm, uh, Cheyenne right now. I'm headed for, uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, wow. That's yeah. a big run. It's a big, yeah. It's one of those ones you like. At least I used to like those. <laughs> yeah, before I had kids, I used to like the run. Now yeah. I got kids, I don't want to do that run. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was only home for... Well, probably seven or eight hours yesterday. Oh, and then you had to go? But I, I didn't make it home on the weekend. And oh, man. <clears throat> was in Utah on Sunday. Wow. Well, 
Who makes it on? Maybe it will be thin today. I don't know. I got 603. Yeah. I noticed that that one that one uh, call between Christmas and New Year. Mhm. When I, you and I weren't on, but I looked and someone talked for like three hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And I got a whole bunch of friends from that. Mostly girlfriends. Yeah. <laughs> Moms that are not happy. All right, we got a few more on. West Virginia, Scott, is that you? Yeah, that's me. Can you hear me? Hey, welcome. I got All your right. got your message. Glad you're on tonight. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Then we have have Utah. Uh, two Utahs. Is this uh, Hey hey Kelly, it's Andrew. Andrew. And then Andrew, the other Mike, Mike Wayne. Dick Wayne. Wayne, okay. Well we got we got enough on then. Let's have a prayer. Let's see, um Wayne, are you busy? I'm on the freeway, yeah. Okay. Let's see. I'll give us an opening prayer real quick. Our Heavenly Father, we're thankful for the love Thou hast for us. We're thankful for the opportunity to serve Thee. We're thankful for the knowledge that we have and for the uh, passion that Thou has given us that we know comes from Thee to uh, correct things and restore America. We're thankful for the necessities of life, for our jobs, and for for our families, and uh, and for Jesus Christ and for His atonement. We're we're thankful for this great glorious cause, and uh, grateful that uh, we are gathered together today to talk and discuss. And we pray that as we do so, that we will. Have thy spirit with us. It will let us know what to do to inspire our fellow men to make changes that will lead to electing eventually the outcome of electing good, honest, and wise people into office. We know that, Lord, this work doesn't come without trial. And uh, we're, we pray that we can see through the fog into the uh, and the trials and the tribulations, into the sunshine and the beauty that's behind, and that we can have that vision that we're always striving for, that uh, that beauty that is encompassed in the proper role of government. We uh, pray that our time is well spent tonight, and that we can make progress. And uh, we say these things humbly. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Okay, welcome everyone. Looks like we we have our five people on. Does anyone have any announcements? Let me uh, get to my email. It seems like I had one. Anybody, anything? Okay, well, let's see. It looks like, you know, the one question I just asked is how much work did we get done this week? And that's a question I hope we ask ourselves often because no one's, we're not, this isn't school, we're not getting graded or anything. The only thing that's going to keep us going is us, and the only thing that's going to stop us going is us. And the service is its own reward. And so I, I hope that we ask that question often. 
and that we can uh, answer ourselves honestly and, and try to do something every day or almost every day towards the cause. Um, Andrew, I do you mind sharing your experience you had with us? We've kind of heard it secondhand, and it's kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, so I had, uh, you know, I, I had a mishap, and I uh, didn't pay a speeding ticket, and when that happens, you're going to get a warrant out for your arrest. Well, that's something all of us do. I've done that before. <laughs> really? Have you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You just Pretty... Now, when they pulled you over, when they pulled you over, though, were you like speeding again, or did they do right? That? So there was no, yeah, there was no, uh, no reason to new, pull you over. No new infraction as far as uh, the reason for them pulling me over. He just ran my tags. He was behind me. Right. So yeah, there was nothing. See, I think that's not right, right there. Yeah. Yeah. Someone should commit a crime before you arrest them. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, in general, you know, we're talking about victimless crimes as, as far as just speeding in general is a is a pre-crime. It's a Orwellian law. But anyways. Yeah, yep. So so we, so, uh, you know, I get pulled over and I'm with uh, Welton Myers. I'm not sure if you guys know who that yeah, is. Yeah, most of us do. Okay, okay. So Welton, uh, sovereign citizen, uh, and he... Uh, you, you know, he's in the car. I'm just taking him to the bishop's storehouse to help him get some help. And, uh, you know, they, um, you know, they don't, you know, they, they don't, uh, they, they tell me to get out of the car, you know, you got a warrant, arrest, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. So they put me, they put me in the back of the car. And, and, uh, and so I'm in the back of the police car. And Welton's still there in the, in the, and the uh, passenger side, and then he, uh, you know, I think he gets out, and, you know, it sounds, I mean, I was trying to listen, and it sounded like, because uh, he wouldn't tell him who he was at first, and then, I'm not sure exactly what happened, I could not hear completely, but I, I was hoping, okay, there, you know, he, he can get a ride home or something, but in general, he had warrants out, because he doesn't have a license or a license plate, and so he had different warrants out, and he's battled them before, so. So they, uh, you know, he tells them who he is, I guess, and they, they run a check. The, the interesting thing about the whole story, I, I don't want to make it too long, but... What no, make it long. <laughs> okay, so I'm, in, <laughs> so I'm in the back of the car, and, uh, and I'm looking over the shoulder of the, of the cop, and, and they're searching my car, you know, they don't ask me for... They don't, right. you know, they don't, they don't ask me at all. There's another and, violation. Uh, yeah, I told them I don't consent. I don't. I don't consent to this. You need a warrant. I want to see your warrant for the to search the car. He, and he's just saying we don't need one because we arrested you. And um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. He didn't. He didn't show me a law. It's like, Can you show me that where that is. Where where's your substantiation uh, mm-hmm. on that? So, anyways, I'm looking over his shoulder. The cop is trying to figure out who Welton is. Welton, I don't. He might have had an ID, like an older one. I'm not sure. But um, they got, um, you know, they they called in his name and then pulled up a little database, whatever the database is. I'm not sure what, you know, what it was on the cop's computer sitting right there. I'm just looking right at it, and it pulls up Welton, and they find out who he is. They see a little picture of him and then scroll down and give some information for him. And then it said, uh, in red, it said, 
uh, kind of description of them, terrorists. And, uh, you know, part of something like part of a terrorist organization, of course, with caution. <laughs> yeah, for a, guy, for a guy going to the Bishop's Storehouse for food is a terrorist these days. Yeah, so I mean, anyway. it's, it's insane. And so that was the craziest part, part just right there. I was just like, wow, I mean, this guy's 80. I mean, maybe 80 is probably a under, you know, probably a low ball in the number of how, how old he is. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just he, he he said when he Welton gets in the car and he's lecturing them on the Constitution and and he says, oh, you know, I'm I may not have any teeth, but I can bite because <laughs> 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 he really had no teeth. So we're mm-hmm. talking about a very, uh, very non-threatening person, and they're labeling him a terrorist on a database, some type of national database, because the information was coming from New York, uh, where he's originally. From. And so, anyway, so, you know, we there's like five cop cars. They illegally searched my car. They, I've got two guns in there, two, uh, you know, like a 45 and a 9-millimeter, like a Glock, Glock 17 and, a, uh, you know, a Springfield 45. And then I've got those in my bag. Oh, and they're questioning me hardcore. I mean, just about the, even the bullets that I had. Oh, were these bullets? Are they armor-piercing bullets? I, I mean, honestly, I'm no gun expert. Don't even know what the you know. I'm like, oh, no, they're bullets. I got them at the freaking. I don't know why I'm talking to you first of all, but I just wanted to be over with. So I did talk to them. Usually, I would not even say a word to cops ever, and just be like, I want my lawyer. I'm not talking to you ever. But I did because I had Welton with me, and I thought they were taking us off to the gulag. <laughs> uh-huh. Because yeah. that was you know six cops cars show up and they take my guns. And they're like, well, we don't want the, because they're impounding the vehicle. The new statute here is that, because um, I, I also had uh, non-insurance. That, that was the new charge that I had, and I just didn't have my insurance updated. And so they impound it. Uh, you know, I get it back. I got my insurance updated. I get it back the next day. Of course, it would be 100 and something bucks to get it out. But they said, oh, well, we don't want your guns to go into the hands of the impound or whatever, right? They're, you know, they're saying that, oh, well, the impound basically can take anything you want, anything that they want. I'm like, you know, I'm like, well, why would they, you're just figuring that they're going to steal stuff from my car, that you're taking it to them and you're figuring that they're going to take that stuff. Whatever, you know, they claim some liability. And, uh, you know, trying to uh, make sure they're, they're not liable for the guns. So they take the guns, they put them in the police department, and, uh, it's very unclear, you know. I'm like, well, where are my guns going? You're like, oh, St. George Police, and, and I'm headed off to the jail, which is not even really in St. George. It's in Hurricane. And um, it's just unclear, you know. And they, Oh, then they are trying to charge I mean, they're trying to charge me with, oh, well, your gun is loaded, and uh, your guns were loaded, ready to go, obviously. And they're just questioning me, and they're like, why do you have so many guns? I'm like, because I can, first of all, first of all, and secondly, you know, when did cops, I was like, let me ask you a question, when did cops stop crime? And he was like, what are you talking about all the time? I said, when do you stop a violent crime from happening? How many times have you shown up and stopped a violent crime from happening? <laughs> oh, plenty exactly. of times. I was like, you know, when? When have you done it? All you guys do is, is uh, come after. Um, 
Yeah, they, they just investigate. So they're just investigators, a bunch of uh, overly paid investigators. And so, you know, that, that's the whole questioning behind the whole thing. It's, they're just treating treating me like, you know, they all have guns. They're treating, they, they just don't understand the Second Amendment. But so I go, I go to, to prison. And we're, Welton and I, we're getting whatever. You got to put your information down, blah, blah, blah. They're getting ready to just put you in the little area where you wait to try to get bail. Uh, Welton's still in there. but <laughs> Right now? Uh, she's, yeah, she's still there. Uh, Wayne uh. can probably tell you guys more about that because uh, Wayne has been trying to – well, we we tried to figure out what's going on with him last week. Wayne talked to the sheriff today, and I'm not sure Wayne can, can talk about it later. But Yeah, after uh, you, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. So, so when I'm in there – uh, the cops, the sheriffs, and, you know, the cops, too, that were cops are coming in and out. Indoor police coming in and out because they're taking people for old nonviolent crimes. And the sheriffs in there, they weren't horrible. They weren't beating us or nothing. And, but they were, it was, they were joking around. They kind of knew Welton. You know, Welton had been in there a few times. They kind of knew him. They very much knew of uh, sovereign citizens, people who are not, or, you know, people who are kind of fighting the system. I guess there's plenty around here. So they're making fun of, of, of yeah. Wilson basically and saying, oh, you're, you're constitutionalist. And, oh, well, we've got a constitutionalist over here and just making jokes about, I mean, they didn't even say sovereign citizen or he's a, a terrorist or anything. It was simply now they were just using constitutionalists. I was like, you guys are all constitutionalists, right? I mean, you made that oath. There's only one oath you make. Who'd you make it to? <laughs> yep. Just ridiculous. So that that was pretty much the whole experience. You know, I, I everything's cool with me. I got Wayne oh. helped me out a lot and talked to the sheriff. They had the guns. It wasn't on the inventory of the list that they gave me, so I was nervous about getting my guns back. But uh Wayne actually talked to the sheriff today and then right after he talked to the sheriff, the police department finally called me back and I spent last week over at the police department in different days trying to get my guns, and they they were claiming kind of dumb and not talking to me. Yeah, but, and that uh, went on for like four days or more, right? Yeah, yeah, that, that went on until I uh, talked to the detective today, and that was because Wayne had went right to the sheriff and finally got in front of the sheriff today. And, Good uh, job. Yeah, so, you know, Wayne saved me on that one. And, was it just uh, two guns? Nyla also helped me. So oh, I yeah? just had yeah, and just two pistols, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Sorry to cut so. you off. It's all good. That's pretty much it, yeah. Man, that's, I, I was worried for a long time that you wouldn't get your guns back because that was what I was kind of bracing myself for, news that you still haven't got your guns back because that's that's happened to other people. Yeah, yeah. I had read about, I've read about that so many times. And I, yeah. I thought for sure, you know, kind of like, and it was, what was interesting is I talked to different people and, oh, yeah, you probably aren't going to get them back. You know, that's what people, that's kind of the attitude. It's like they, I mean, I had the attitude too. I'm like, yeah, I'm probably not going to get them now, but <laughs> kept fighting for it. And so. Wayne, uh, Superman yeah, Wayne, came in. Wayne's the man. Wayne really helped me in the, in the end there. So Wayne. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Can you comment, Wayne? Sure. Yeah, I've been trying to get a hold of uh, 
Andrew, but he's had girl problems, he said. Female problems, he told me. And I believed it because he never returned any of my calls and my emails or anything. So anyway, I met with, I was hoping he would get one and he'd be there this morning at 8 o'clock because I was in Sheriff's office. And uh, I known him for a few years uh, because I was supporting the guy that ran against him for sheriff. <laughs> and anyway, he beat the guy, and then him and Mike Lee were there. But he had talked to him this morning, and I said, told him kind of what I, what Andrew had told me, but I still didn't know if he had his guns back. And so he got right on the computer and checked on it, and he says, he says, no, I'll call him. So he called him. And he says, who says the, the, the guns on him? And he says, oh, yeah, here they are. And they had him listed. And so he said to have him call him and he would get it straight. And and then the, the sheriff really is trying to be a constitutional sheriff. He really is doing well as far as trying. And um, he assured me that, that I said, now, they pulled him over without a warrant, went right to his case as well. There's kind of laws you can use to to do that without a you know a search warrant or something. He says really. <laughs> Anyhow, he he says they're putting a lot of pressure on the sheriff to you know when them what they want them absorbed by the police department so they can make them all one world order days I guess. So he's having his his fights too, but he he is pretty sharp boy. He he listened to me, talked to me, and. Uh, and I says, you know Welton? Oh, yeah, I know Welton. He says, I says, well, where is he? We can't find him. He says, oh, he's here. <laughs> well, first of all, I didn't find him either. We had the wrong first name. And then he, he found him, and, and he told me that they have these warrants, and it would cost $1,550 to get him out, bail him out. And he says, but it was just, it was, first of all, they booked him as cash only. And then he just changed it, I guess, today or something. That it's so he went before the judge yesterday, and they changed it that he can do a bell, what is fifteen percent or something. So anyway, that's is, how that all worked out. What was his crime? And then we'll get into what we need to talk about. Cause, but uh, his, this is too his, interesting. What was his crime? They, they said. They said they had warrants out for him, but I said, now Andrew said he saw on the. The screen in red that Warren uh, Welton was a terrorist. He says, "Oh no, he looked on her and he showed me. It didn't say it wasn't in red, but they could have done that." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and he showed me that they had him down as a constitutionist. And I says, "Is there something wrong with being a constitutionist?" And he said, "Well, no, they don't have him down as a terrorist." That's me. So well. I don't know. I said, I've known Welton for a long time, too, but he says, well, Welton, you know, has served most of the people around here, the mayors and things, with papers and tried to bring them into the common law courts. And I said, I says, well, I know, but I says, Welton really is, is a good person. And I says, and I just don't understand that, how he could be still in jail. And so... But anyhow, he assured me that he called the chair the day at the police station and got the guns figured out. And so I think we'll be able to get those tomorrow. I'll go in with Andrew tomorrow and we'll get them. And if we don't, I 
I have the sheriff's personal cell phone, so I can call him any time he says. Good. <laughs> okay, well, excitement in St. George. Wow. <laughs> well, I, I asked him a, a while, long time ago if he would let me form a posse and help him out because they said, you signed the paper saying you wouldn't let the foreign troops in here to take our right. guns. And I says, you don't have only 120 guys. And he says, well, the commission won't let me have a posse. So I mentioned to him again today, I says, do we need a posse? Well, I have 60 guys that are on search and rescue. He's the highest authority in the county. Yeah, he should be. Not the commission. I know. That's what I thought. Okay, well, thanks for that report. I appreciate that, and... uh, Again, well, I guess, you, yeah. Well, what you put on the, the bill on the preppers was, I mean, it happened the same day. I got that paper that same day from, or a couple of days later, whatever, but you put it on our website. It is so true. I mean, they, they have three million people that are preppers, and we're all listed as terrorists. Well, all three, all three million. When you get thrown in jail for collecting rainwater, we live in the twilight zone. We do. And that, yeah, that article's up there. Anyone can go to it. And, uh, and I, have a guy, I have a guy who's been fighting, uh, not fighting necessarily, but he's, he hates the government. And he says that he has a friend that was arrested. They came right in his home, took his gun, his gold, his silver, everything, and he knows they have it all. That's been three years in the police will not give him back to him. Any of it, he has an attorney, and he's been fighting them for three years. They will not give him back any of his guns or his silver, his gold, nothing. Wow. Some dark people, dark uh, organizations out there. Exactly. Anyway, thank you. Thank you. Uh, And uh, what, what did you say about Nyla, Andrew? She helped you out or something? Yeah, she had, uh, yeah, she had, because um, I was, I had gotten no response as far as, you know, they take an inventory of your car when they illegally search it, and they didn't list my guns. Or, yeah, I had no evidence that they had taken the guns. That's what worried me. I had zero written evidence of it. I had evidence that they did take the car, and they did inventory it. I mean, I had a stock in there. They put that down. But... <laughs> Why don't no they gun. take the sock and leave the gun? <laughs> yeah, please, take the sock. <laughs> and so they didn't take the sock. They got to take the guns. And I and I, I don't know, I just thought I was uh, – and so she had uh, um, had found out some information that gave me some more hope as far as uh, – she had an insider that went, went and checked. Um, mm-hmm. And so, uh, I don't know, she had just uh, called a bunch of people for me. And, um, I, you know, in the end, I think Wayne going to the sheriff was the what sealed the deal, is what got them. So, I, I mean, I'm, I'm so surprised that, you, I don't know, maybe the database that the cop was showing was a different database than what the sheriff looked at, but, like, I don't, I definitely did not um, misconstrue the word terrorist with constitutionalist. You know, no, like, I know you were. I know you saw what you saw. It's, it's like, yeah. I mean, it, I yeah. It, I, I, didn't I want... just <laughs> expect to be confused when you deal with stuff like that. 
Right. Yep. And they, the more questions you ask, the more trouble you get into, so you just stay confused. Yeah, yeah, they did. They, I mean, I called, called, left messages for the whole week, and you know, went up to the police station, and they, and you talk to the secretary. That's it. That's the only person you get in contact with. Everyone else is on the machine. I don't know. They're probably it's just government. Government is all you know. Since there's no competition, they always tend to be have a tendency naturally to be lazy and want to get paid for nothing. So that's just how it is. <laughs> Yeah, they can eat donuts and let the machine pick up the call. Yeah, yeah, they got the monopoly on the anyway. force. That's right. Well, I'm sorry that happened to you, Andrew, and I know that it held you down. I, I got one of your emails where you just said, oh, man, I've been real, r- r- not busy, but I've been, uh, I, I forgot how you put it, but you're occupied or something, and you know, <laughs> this, is, this is basically what has happened, and so we... uh we don't expect you that you got much done on the YouTube. Can you give a little report on that, though? Yeah, so, well, I did talk to Sinaway. Cool. Um, I, I'm not sure, you know, I I talked to him, um, I think, on Saturday night, and uh, we had a good long discussion, and he had some really good ideas, and uh, he's well-spoken, and he was going, you know, I sent him some some uh, script. I didn't get an email back from him. Maybe I didn't have the right email. I sent him some scripts, some of the scripts we had, and he was going to get those in Spanish or make them sound good in Spanish, and so that we can get some stuff going with uh, with Spanish. And um, and Nyla and I are going to go sh- to shoot some more video on on Thursday at eleven, and um, and then. Uh, with I think Steve's computers working now, and so we should have. Uh, we cool. should have. I'm not. I'm not sure if he got up the um, the Bundy ones yet, but I know he was working on that. And so, yeah, it should. I, I mean, it shouldn't be too much longer as far as uh, getting those videos up. And Nyla's uh, Nyla and I are going to meet, and then I was going to get. I don't know if I. I did get a confirmation from a teenager she always, she's my nephew I mean she's my niece but she she's a homeschooled girl yeah. and you know she's uh you know they're they actually are required in their they don't have they only have one requirement in their homeschool with my sister and she requires them to memorize the constitution wow uh, and and yeah, yeah. So, like i don't <laughs> yeah pretty ridiculous so they do and she's very uh she understands liberty so I did uh, get their permission to use her in a video. I just don't know if that's a good idea. She's 17 or 16 or yeah. 17. Well, whatever you think's good, I mean, I think it's fine. Yeah, okay. Uh, it, anyone object? I mean, I, I and I think if we could just do, we were aiming for two videos a month, but if we could do the same video in Spanish and in English, that could satisfy that goal. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. I think uh, I don't. I'm not sure if Sinaway is on the phone, but I definitely. Uh, I didn't get an email back from him, so I'm not sure if I have the right email for him. If anyone else that speaks Spanish? I mean, we could. Well, I could, but Nyla emailed me and she said Ra- Raul spoke Spanish. That's right. That's right. And uh, so either one, and I and I kind of emailed her back and I said, "Oh, I forgot," or 
please use him. Just do whatever you guys think's best. Uh, yeah, but, I don't know. I don't know Raul. Do you guys? He's a, he's solid. He's a good guy, isn't he, Wayne? But I don't know where he's at, or I don't have any contact information. information. No. Yeah, I've heard but, of, but I've Nylum, heard of him, right? Yeah. yeah. But I just I just would like to get like you know how uh Sinaway, if uh, Mr. Noriega I think he likes to be called he uh I would just like to get him involved in the IAP cuz he's he's one of these guys that doesn't want to be on the phone for the sake of being on the phone but he doesn't mind doing something. Mhm. And yeah, so we... if you can use him please do. Yeah, we had a good discussion for about 2 hours and he really? sounds wow. Yeah, it was at least we were yeah, really, really good discussion. I, he had some really good ideas, and so, um, yeah, he seemed to be very awake and aware, and so I think he, he sounded very gung-ho. I don't know if he – it sounded like he's not – yeah, he's not in the party, right? Well, he's uh, he was on, I think, two calls before, okay. but I, I think he identifies himself with us, but he just chooses not to be a leader. Yeah, he does. He did. That's why I was like confused. He didn't. He didn't. He it was definitely like, yeah. I he thought that our movement was was the correct one and was the one that would be uh, best that he could use his time best with with our with cool. us as, as opposed to any other party or organization. So, anyways, yeah. So that's what's going on, and we should by. I will cool. say I want to I. I don't want to uh we gotta get something up, so hopefully by next call that will be the goal to get well, don't, to get that get that. I would say it. don't rush it. Just let it happen naturally or else you rush things, whether it's writing or anything you do, it seems like there's flaws in it. <laughs> so just take your time and do it right. I would say a member of the party, he signed up and Noriega said he wants to. I don't know if he has yet. They both told me, and uh, others are saying that. So we, I think we should be able to find out on the thing whether they have. But they both are very good, and I, I love them both. So I think yeah, they are good. They're great. Yeah. Uh, Steve, you, you want to comment on any of this, Steve Pankratz? He might not be on. I was on mute. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Steve. Uh, I think Andrew ought to write a book or make a video <laughs> about it. <laughs> uh, um, I don't have I any have... other comments. Yeah. Is your computer up and going? Uh, partially. Okay. I, I need to install the uh, software and get it uh, going. I, that's not too off, uh, too long to take to do that. Okay, cool. Okay, anything else on YouTube before we move on? Uh, yes. I want Go to ahead. let members know that um, I've been really enthused about Dr. Edwin Vieira, Jr., a constitutional lawyer, um, and I found out that he has some videos on the Internet, and I put them on our uh, web page or YouTube channel, and uh, there's I think two or three of them there. Some some of them are four 
to seven minutes long, and another one's about 30 to 45 minutes long. But he's very uh, good, very articulate, uh, very sound. Um, talking about militia and sound money, and um, I, I am just thrilled to death with uh, him. Uh, so, and, and we also we also have a new, um, oh, what do you call it? Address for our YouTube. Yeah. Instead of a bunch of uh, random numbers and letters, it's uh, YouTube.com/slash/c slash independent American party org. There's no dot between party and org. Uh, there with a question mark, then GVNC. And so it should be a lot easier to get to our uh, YouTube channel that way. Great. Kelly, yeah. Kelly, can you put on our website so we can find that easier? Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I will. I'll make a note of that. If you go to our website, it has because I think I think Andrew, I think you were the one that mentioned this is to have our Facebook and our Twitter page right on our home page, and so that should be there. If someone can look, I I can't. Yeah, I I checked. I I I know the Facebook was there. I didn't. I checked uh, a couple days ago, and I didn't see the Twitter one, but. Oh, the Twitter I know for sure is there because it does show up at work here on my computer. But, oh man, because it's like for instance, like when uh, when I pop up to the main page here, it'll have on the top right corner, you know, join IAP and log in, and it'll say Facebook Live, and it there's no Twitter. Oh, it's down oh, below. It's, gotcha, gotcha. Cool, sweet. Our our I forgot that that was there but is there is there a facebook one there also there is a facebook one on the top right and then there's one the there's that's where the twi- twitter one is it's kind of just right underneath the uh this the main the menu picture. yeah cool is there is there a facebook one under the picture there no? is okay and we could put a youtube one there too Excellent. and just say go to our youtube page i think that's probably the best right steve you think yep so we have Facebook, and we have everything there, and we probably we probably need to have Instagram and some others eventually because they're getting popular. But yeah, I don't know anything about Instagram, but I know that's that that's definitely kind of getting getting bigger. Yeah, if anyone knows anything, and I I uh, I was thinking of sending this out, but too many emails maybe isn't good, but. We need a manager of our Utah Facebook page. We still need one. And, uh, I mean, I put one on every few days, and it's just I always look and no one. If anyone wants to take that over, no one else puts anything up. And, you know, they could promote it. They can whatever. So we need that. And we also need, now that the election's over and people are sworn in, there's a whole new list of state legislators, and uh, we need that email list. If, if anyone wants something to do, otherwise, probably Susie and I would do it. But we need we need state legislator emails, and you just go to the, the state websites, and a lot, most of them are there. Like some are not, 
some are hidden and you have to really use your resourcefulness to find them. But uh, so most of them are there. And then, and then we talked about having militia contacts because we could be we could be sending the militia things every month too. And that's a good way of building relationships of trust. And I'm thinking of what the bill committee is doing. We're sending things to basically, in a way, our our enemies, in a way. We're, we're sending it to our elected officials, which, as Will said once, was uh, political prostitutes or something. Uh, I forgot how exactly how he put it. But uh, so we're sending them to Congress. We're sending them to all of our elected people, which are almost, I think, every one of them are Republicans or Democrats. Yet we fail to send anything to people on our side, like the militias, that we should be building relationships of trust with. And uh, anybody else, that any other group that... Uh, well, better you know, to send to the than it is the prostitutes. Yeah, but better... <laughs> How did he put it, Wayne? Uh, uh, Boys, political... Would... Yeah? Anyway. I like... Yeah, go ahead, Wayne. No, no, that's all I'm just saying. I agree with that. Let's quit sending to those. Yeah, you, you know where they're at. I mean, we... We're, and th- well, this is Will's priority, and I think it, it is a priority to try to influence the people that are already there. That's one of our main missions. But at the same time, we're not doing anything. Like like Will mentioned, a great organization in Arizona. You know, we don't send anything to these guys that are like Edwin Vieira. All, all of these people are good people. They're on our side. And we, we're not trying to build relationships and trust with them at all. I mean, we should be sending stuff to the Constitution Party and just say, hey, you know, we hope that you've made progress, you know, God bless you, something, to where, you know, we, we build relationships of trust with people on our side. So, anyway, that's another to-do thing that we have to do. And then, uh, yeah. anything before we move on about that? Any ideas anyone has? Now I just I think that's a just a super idea. We need to deal with like-minded people instead of try and reinvent the communists that's been around. Their party's been there for a couple hundred years. We're not going to have much success with people who actually know the Constitution. It's a lot easier talking to them. Yes. And so we just need a list of fax numbers or email and emails or just contact information. We can send them a hello. I mean, it, when you start when you start talking to people, I think your discernment, you can identify people with the spirit of party versus people without the spirit of party very quickly. And Bryce, what's his name, and, and the Constitution Party chairman in Utah, Hamilton, Bryce Hamilton, he, Jared and I very quickly was on the phone with him, and we—he's a great guy. He's like us, and we sh- we should be building relationships of trust with these people. We have to pretty much uh, know that that they're not going to reach out to us. We can't we can't bank on that. We have to reach out to them. We have to be the leaders. We have to be what God wants us to be, and, and reach out over. And we're here. We are sending. 
12,000 emails and stuff to the media, which is not necessarily on our side, faxes and emails to state legislators and everybody, and we're sending nothing to our friends. And so we just need a list of friends, and then we'll start sending them, sending them stuff. Because we have unlimited faxes. We might as well use them. And emails, basically unlimited, too. I have seven, I think, seven Gmail accounts, and I'm scared to get another one because I don't know when Gmail is going to cut me off. But I can send I can send uh, 500 a day, and usually what that means is that if I wait two days, I can send 1,000. So like, uh, like tomorrow, for example, I could send 7,000 emails out uh, just on my Gmail because they limit it to 500 a day, and I have and but that but you can do a thousand at one time and then it i mean five hundred at one time twice, but then you can't send again for two days anyway, so that's just uh something we need to do as well as the Utah Facebook page and the other thing we need to do is start, yeah, go ahead we need we need to make as much money as we can. Any ideas for fundraisers? Any ideas to Jared, you're on the phone. You there? Yeah, I'm here. I was okay. muted. Yeah, you're fine. We we do have the database for Washington County and Salt Lake County of our IAP members and we only have like like 900 in Washington County and 1,400 in Salt Lake County. But of all people, those are 2,200 people that we could call and that would be most likely to donate for us. You know, what if what if uh, each of us had, I don't know, a responsibility to call one person a week? You think we could do that? Yeah, I I would uh, keep in mind this. Keep in mind that uh, that the database has been given to Hal Massey, and he has plans to contact those by mail and uh, maybe by email as well. <clears throat> and so, whatever we do, we need to coordinate with each other because if all of a sudden they get different sources, different if we could. Mute our phones. There's a weird echo. Please. Thank you. I, I don't I agree. know if you heard what I was saying. I, I did. I, I think I heard most of it. We need to coordinate with Hal. Right. Um, and did he, I don't know the final solution, if he, he and I have been emailing and he can't he can't read the Excel or he, he doesn't go to the right sheet or something. I was at his house last night, and oh, good. he asked me about it, and you sent him some PDFs. And, yeah, yeah. he is challenged with being able to do the computer stuff. Uh, but, so you no, straightened him out? In it. Well, I didn't do a lot of with him. I was working on other things, but we did look at it. And I guess he's still trying to decide what he's going to do and how to do it. And when he gets well, to that point, I'll help him actually do it. Well, if we... If we had the money, we have addresses of these 2,400 people that are IEP members that decided when we were on the ballot to join, 
and we could send them something, and we, we could probably make thousands of dollars. But yeah, uh, no, I agree. I, I I'm not against doing it. I just think if if we and I'm not criticizing the idea, but I think if we send three or four contacts for different reasons, kind of all at once, without the right and left hand knowing what. Oh, uh, it won't be good. Yeah. It, it might uh, annoy them. You know, maybe it wouldn't. Big time. Maybe it would. Well, just if you can be kind of if you can let us know what Hal's doing, I I can try to I'll email him too and see what he's doing because we right now yeah. we don't have the money to we we're not going to be sending him letters or anything. And then uh, he got these two kind of for free, but there's 29 counties in Utah, right? Right. So <laughs> yeah, there's I think 27. He plans on seeking out all of the other counties, but. I think it was Jason Christensen that mentioned that, uh, like, Utah County doesn't give it away for free. There's a cost to it. But if we can get it from another, uh, like, somebody in the Constitution Party or somebody that would be willing to share it with us, that would really be helpful. Okay. Okay. If we could know the cost... I'm writing it down. If we could know the cost of it, maybe we could do it. I mean, in Idaho, it's all for, it's all twenty bucks for the whole state. But wow, I think it's I think it's a penny. In Arizona, when I got it before, it was a, a penny uh, thing, and so we're talking about eight hundred for Washington County, eight hundred and fifty pennies, which is eight dollars and fifty cents. But the way I feel about that is, is we get in a rush to get the data, and then we don't we don't do anything with what we have. And so, to me, we just need to do something with what we have. We have Washington County and Salt Lake County, and uh, if if we can just do that, and then when we need more names, then we can pay the eight fifty or whatever and get more names. I agree. I think we should pilot whatever we do. We've got two pretty large uh, bodies of people's information that we need to have a plan of attack, how we're going to do it. Yeah. And uh, Bryce Hamilton sent me sent me the whole state, but it's 2013, so it's not post-election. And uh, people would have joined our party when they went to go vote. And so, uh, it's better than nothing. But we, uh, but and maybe it's maybe it's good. Maybe we can just use those names, independent people that signed up early. So anyway, yeah, any. I... So, um, how should we proceed, Jared? Is it, should we have a plan? To should we just have Hal do the plan, or? Well. Typically, Hal makes his own plan, and I wish I could get him to be more on the same page with all of us because, like, nationally, like this meeting, but he has other conflicts with this time frame, so that's part of the problem. Right. um, I'm I'm trying to uh, encourage that we have uh, a monthly meeting or maybe weekly meeting of the state people of Utah so that we can have more of a consensus on what we're doing because... Just different people have different ideas about how they're doing it, and I'm not saying any of them are wrong, but 
if we're not unified, we're stepping on each other's toes. Right. Okay, and on before we leave the fundraising topic, because that's that's uh, if you could be our, you're the only, you're the best monitor we have. I can email him, but between you and me, Jared, let's figure out what he's doing and then try to maybe coordinate something for someone to make some phone calls. I agree. Maybe we should just have a three-way call to start off with. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will be at his house. Let's see. I may or may not be there Thursday, but even as late as Saturday, I could be there, and, like be in his his home with him, and then we could call you so that there's yeah at least two of us are together. Well, I know all of us are plan on it. all of us are busy, but if we if we could even if we even just said two people a week, but you have to reach them, and so like if you call a number and they're not there, then you have to call somebody else. And and so you're talking on the phone with two people, and all you're doing is introducing yourself as an IEP leader, Independent American Party, and and, uh, and just ask if uh, for funds, ask if uh, if they wouldn't mind contributing to our our goals, our party, and name some things that we spend the money on, our website and our fax plan, and all of these things, and then say, you know, would you mind contributing? And yeah. then, uh, if I each of us great. said, I, "I think, I think that's something," I mean, when I was on a mission, I, I, and this is this is kind of not related a little bit, but I didn't pass anyone on the sidewalk, but I talked to them, and I and I thought, you know, that it was, I think that we just all need to get used to talking to people that we don't know, and even two people a week. And just, just we don't know them, but dang it, we're going to call them, and and we're going to get out of our comfort zone twice. I'll commit to do that, and uh, call two people and just ask for funds. Do you think you can do that, Jared? I can try. I'm pretty busy. <laughs> Should we say one family, person? Family members are in the hospital, and yeah, yeah, they that's loaded true. up most of the time, but. Yeah, I I mean I it doesn't even matter even if I was in the hospital I could talk to people so you know you can't really say that you don't have time to do it it's just a matter of focusing right okay well yeah, I've tried to talk to people at work and it usually backfires at work so I'd rather yeah. not talk to people at work yeah I wouldn't do that either I I just I think that. If you call someone and you just say, I'm an independent American party leader, and we're just calling members of our party that we have a list here asking for donations. We need donations for the website, for our our unlimited fax plan, for uh, the other things we spend money on, uh, candidates and stuff or whatever, and and then say, would you mind contributing? And, uh, you know, if so, how much? And how much you feel comfortable with and and uh thank you for your time and and just just two people a week I definitely want to coordinate that with Hal because I know he wants to do the same thing yeah so let's have a let's have a three way call and then uh see if we can a few of us can start doing that does that sound good Jared? yep I'll put on the list that we're going to have a three-way call. 
Great. Sure. And then, uh, Steve Pankritz, you think we could do that in New Mexico, too? Yes, Mike. we think so. I mean, do we have a... We don't have a database yet, do we? Uh, not the latest. Uh, see, I called up uh, the Secretary of State last week, and uh, they said that Bernalillo County was still working yeah, on entering right. data, and they expected the all file data entry to be completed by two weeks, so that's another week and a half or so. She said if it's not by then, she'll let me know. Uh, it should be no later than the end of the month. Right. But we, we could do the same thing there because there's going to be far, far fewer names because no one was running. But people still may have signed up for the Independent American Party as a party when they went to vote. And so... Those are prime people that we could call and just ask for donations from. Yeah, um, I've got 136 uh, likes on my uh, New Mexico wow. Independent American Party. I could probably ask people through that medium uh, yeah. who are willing to donate as well. Yeah, and are those people strictly in New Mexico? I don't. I know Facebook. I, they no, may right? not be. I yeah. have no way of telling. Right. I have set a uh, – uh, they, they have things on there that you can say, this is the restricted geographic area. And I did say New Mexico, but I'm not sure how strict that is. Because I think I've liked it, and I'm not in New Mexico. Uh, you're close. <laughs> yeah, I'm within a stone's throw away, but maybe that's how they do it. I don't know. But that's I, I something don't. to keep in mind because it could be a gold mine. It could be, I mean, people are so fed up. All you have to do, and you've been sending me, Steve, some articles, but if you go to our main website, Gallup released a, a, a whole article where it says Mer Americans are less interested in the two major parties. And yeah. never in the history of our country has, have, have the independent been so high compared to the R's and the D's. And then you sent me another one that's entitled Parties Over, par Parties Over, question mark, record voters say they're independents, reject D and R. And so yeah. these are articles people are reading, and, and, then, and then if you just look at the chart on our main website, the first image that comes up, it has the, the Arizona independents, or non-Republican, non-Democrats, versus the the Republicans and Democrats and you can see how both the R's and the D's are falling and the independents are are just going up. And so this is a trend that will continue and it's uh it behooves us to take take all of what we're doing seriously cuz they're going to be looking for leadership. They already are. But okay. Great. Well, now, any other ideas for fundraising before we move on? Does anyone know how our fundraising chairman, uh, David Eltz, is doing with his health? Yeah, I talked to him today or yesterday. He emailed me anyway. I emailed him asking how he was doing and 
I think he said this morning that he's in bad shape. Really? um, Yeah, he just is recovering. I mean, but he just had the operation, so he's not in good shape. And he he says, I really can't go anywhere. I asked if he could go represent us um, with Christensen at the Eagle Forum, and he said he didn't think so. And I asked him if we can can help us get a short presentation together, you know, on the Constitution and, and the reasons why they say what the Republicans and Democrats say to keep us so dumbed down. Anyway, he's not feeling too good, but I told him we need him, so we pray for him, get him healthy, so he'd be in good shape. Yeah. Anyway, he talked to Noriega also not too long ago, but I think Noriega would really be good to get involved as much as we can. He told me that he would work and get San Diego going for the Independent American Party, and he wants to still come up here and deal with the people who kicked him out of the state. So I think right. that's good. anything we can do. Okay. Go ahead, Wayne. Let, let's go to each person now, one by one. Let's start with you, Wayne, and talk about that, because that's this Saturday, and anything else you have. Go ahead, sir. Well, I think... Um, Jason has pretty well taken that over, and I asked him to coordinate it with uh, Hal because Hal wanted had to pass out flyers and everything. And I emailed Jason this morning and asked him again to get a hold of Hal, and he said that Jared Green had offered to help, and uh, Jared Beck thought maybe he could. But I said, well, you know, the main thing is if you will go to what Ron Paul said, I said, and and what Glenn Beck said this week already, or last week, no, I think it was yesterday, what he said, and again, he, he starts out and attacks both of them, the Republicans and the Democrats are the same idiotic party, and then at the end he says, but we got to help Cruz and Lee and Rand Paul, who, by the way, are still Republicans, Beck. But anyhow, he, he did say some good stuff. He and I think that we could use them saying the things that we say, and particularly Ron Paul's speaking last week and the one he did today or did this week is, is lesser, I think, of the of that one, but it's still hammering on the thing that happened in Italy. And so I, I just think we had, we need to use those guys to and not maybe be so abrupt, but they're saying the things that happens and they have some authority to say it because he's a congressman and that's a radio guy. So if you use what they say, that the parties have sent our boys in harm's way and stuff, and we can show that as being the Constitution, these guys are totally out of control. And they have been for ever, I think, <laughs> at least since the Constitution was better. <clears throat> They've been going pretty strong. So I think what you hear tonight, I think that'll be interesting. And I just asked him to kind of get it there. I sent the money for the table today to him, and he paid another fifty dollars, I think, for so he could go to the dinner and stuff with them, and sit around the table with the elite uh, senator and the Congress people and the Eagle Forum people. 
So I, I told him, I said, I think that you're basically, you know, you've got to be careful with the eagle form. Oh, no, I know him personally. And Hal says he knows her personally. I said, well, I've known her for 20-something years, and I think she's just a Republican. But then they say I shouldn't be judging them like that. But the reality is, <laughs> the reality is uh, I think we need to get our message over because the Republicans have had a couple hundred years to do theirs. And so I think we just need to let the, those that see through the fluff to get down to the, what the Constitution means. And, and we've got to stop these wars and being all over the place and wasting money and wasting lives. And, you know, you've got to tell the truth. And these guys just don't do that, no matter who they go back to see. So anyway, I, yeah, that's all I know about it. I think that uh, at least we should have probably three or four people there at the meeting. And I, I told them, I said, I hope that they're not going to kick us out like they did because, you know, I got my money back on the one that Tim went to and uh, because they kicked him right out of the ring once they found. They said, oh, no, Eagle Forum's not like that. They're not Republican. They said, well, they always have been. Ever since I've known her, they've been Republican. But, you know, Noriega was there. They put him in as the chairman of the Eagle Forum before uh, Herbert got rid of him, kicked him out of the state. So wow. I think I think that uh, Noriega would have been fun if he was still here and he was actually over those guys. That would have been a fun meeting this weekend. <laughs> but, mm. so that's yeah. a lot of things on. I, all I know is that you got a couple of them, and I, my meeting with Sheriff, uh, today was just uh, top notch. You know, he he at least gets the point of the Constitution, which is a whole lot more than most anybody else does. And he he got right on the phone and asked about the guns. You know, he didn't mess around. And I said, and I said, you know, your sheriff, your deputy sheriff, as far as I understand, were making fun and calling them constitutionists. And he, said, he looked at me like, I'll find out about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I need Andrew to write that down in word for word, and do a, a, a scenario, not only a scenario, but a, a log of what happened, what they said, because he, he got out of the red-letter terrorist by showing me that it said constitutionist. So he needs to verify that he actually saw that, and then we can go to him, and then he he, he wants to be the Constitution guy. He, he gives them out all the time, and he told me that he flat out I think he will he will contact his, his deputy. He says, but then he gave me this scenario that, you know, these guys are in with drug guys who take their this their mess that they crap right on the floor and they'll take it and wipe it on everything in the cell. And so he was just kind of giving me an idea that maybe these guys are having a little tougher life down there, and so it's not so bad if they call them constitutionists. Uh, but I don't know. I, he, I think if he can hear that actually what they said to him, I think he will at least talk to them. Uh, he seems to be had a hi-fi. I gave him a hi-fi and shook his hand. I called him my hero for at least talking to me. He gave me his own cell phone number. So I, I think we just have to make those inroads, and, and we have to realize that we're not as crazy as they think Welton is, and yet I don't think Welton's that crazy. I think Welton's, uh, they, he says, well, you know, he's he's kind of missing a few. Well, he is in the sense that he believes 100% that the Constitution is being maligned. Well, I do too. And so yeah. <laughs> I think we can 
because I'll see you my last. Yep. Anyway, I don't any longer, but um, oh, thank you. That's where. I- thank you. Um, let let me give a kind of report of what I did. I emailed every uh, state legislator in Utah and asked, and I cc'd Bryce Hamilton on the uh, the fusion law, and I got some positive responses back. And and so, and and if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, Wayne or somebody, but if, as long as this law's in place for 2016, then we're okay. So they're meeting this month, but a couple of them told me, "Oh, it's too late. You know, I don't dare put anything else in." But we could still stay at them throughout the year, and they could meet in 2016 in January. And the law could still be changed by the election, couldn't it? Anyway, so that's what I think we're still in time, even if it's next year. But we'll see, and and, uh, Bryce Hamilton's working on it. And I've I've updated the website. I've emailed. I'm trying to do some work in my local area. And I emailed uh, some chapter houses to go in and talk to them. Uh, and uh, so that's some of the stuff I've done that I can think of right now. But let's uh, let's go to Jared. Any any report you have? Go ahead, sir. Thing is, I tried to stay in touch with Hal. It's not every day. I he has computer problems here and there. <clears throat> Excuse me, here and there. And he calls me whenever he needs help, and he also tries to run things that he's planning to do past me so I get to approve it or not, and I think that's respectable. I mean, I'm not the chairman of Utah, but he knows that I'm a coordinator for Utah, and I've got his favor in the sense that he does respect me enough to share his ideas and to ask if I agree. So I'm trying to keep it from going off the rails too far, and he does have ideas that are different than I think our party does. In the, I mean, he's for those that are new on this call, he's used to be the chairman of the American Party in Utah, and he was also a national leader in the American Party. And as far, I don't know everything about the American Party. I, I think Wayne was involved in it, so he could probably speak on it more than anybody else at this time on this uh, call. But, uh, you know, for the most part, Hal's, Number one goal is to organize Utah on a county-by-county county level. Um, his opinion is that until you have the counties organized, you don't have a party. And so I can't fault him for that. Um, he has a lot of uh, – he's an editor uh, in the way he behaves. He, he, he's a writer. He likes to write articles, and he has a publication every month that he puts out. And it's, it's kind of like uh, – Robert Gorglione and probably Welton Myers. I mean, they're old-time constitutionalists, and, and I correct the word not constitutionists, but constitutionalists. Um, you know, I don't fault anybody for being a constitutionalist, even if it's old old time, uh, because it never goes out of date. And an example is on our principles, uh, Al was looking through our Utah website, and it I've got a lot of links to point to our national website, one of which is the principles. And one of the principles, uh, uh, basically, it says that um, 
I'm trying to go there now real quick. It's principle number three, uh, and we have a, a shortened version of it that says the United States Constitution is both inspired and binding. He pointed out that it that that is the the way that the I don't know the usurpation of the United States that occurred in 1871. He says that's what they call the United States Constitution, but he said it's really the Constitution for the United States of America with not capitalized United States. It's the word united just means united, not a word that's a proper noun. I don't know if that makes sense. But anyway, I mean, that's kind of splitting hairs by some people's standards, but, you know, he wasn't criticizing. He just says that's saying it the way that the, the robbers have taken over our government uh, call it. And it's not really that. It should be what I mentioned. So, anyway, that's just an example of. Uh, Did you get my email on that? Where I, I don't know how to yeah, edit it. I figured out how to fix that. I haven't done it yet, but I'll let you know. I just Go wanted free. to run it. I wanted to run it past the executive committee and yourself, Kelly, before I tried to do anything. With no, you. I, I think it's, I think it's great. I. Was but was, was was he saying not to capitalize you and United though? And yeah, that's the way. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with that. Let's maybe someone else. I mean, the United States is a country. That's our country, right? And it well, capitalized. The reason that he's saying it, it's he's not criticizing that it's capitalized. He's just saying, I mean. There's lots of levels of information that some people have and some people don't have, and one of them is that in 1871, our Congress converted the United States to a corporation. I mean, that's kind of like the Welton Myers understanding and Robert Gorgelion probably as well. Right. There's, there's situations where the Congress changed our government right under the nose of the people, and we don't even know it. And... They made the uh, yeah, the uh, Columbia and it was a separate. It's not the government of the United States. The District of Columbia is a square, ten mile square area where the government could have buildings and facilities. But that that isn't. Uh, it's almost like it's, it was its own country, and then they converted that into the United States. It's it's a long thing, and I don't mean to go into it on this call, but. You know, yep. I, people could explain it better than I can, but I'm just pointing out the, that's the reason he recommended that we change it because it does point to the incorrect establishment of the United States, not the one that. Well, the one the one you sent me in the email had the capital U and the capital S, right? I think I'm pretty sure. Uh, no, intended to be that way. It wasn't. Yeah. I was just going to jump in. The U, yeah, the U is representing the corporation, which is. D.C. is actually the 10 square miles. It's a corporation. It's its own country, just like the Vatican. And so the U, it's used for licensing. And so in order for them to license, um, you know, to represent it, like on your driver's license, you have all capital letters. Right. So, you know, I, it's, it's, le it's legalese. It's not law. It's not common law. It's legalese. And so I don't, I, I don't know the People get bent out of shape about it, but I don't. I don't really get it. You know, I mean, it's that's legal stuff. It's like, well, I don't recognize their unconstitutional 
usurpation of the Constitution, you know, so. Well, that's that's what I was going to say to you, Jared, is that, that that's my comeback to all that, because Steve, Steve Pinkert sent me a great quote this last week, and also Thomas Jefferson said, if any of this stuff happens, it's void and of no force. And so my response to all of that is, look, all of that is void and of no force. But people are so wrapped up into it that they dedicate their lives to it. And to me, that's that's the enemy at work. It's it's null and void, and they can they can say, yeah, you know, they usurped the government, and no one knows it. But then, if if that's what they've done, it's all null and void. Yeah, I'm with you on that. That's exactly how I think. Eventually, it will be null and void, but and it will be null and void in our minds, but effectively in our face, it's not null and void. So, I mean, you can take it however you want. Well, I I'm just well, those that are in power can force it to be what they want it to be, whether we like it or not. That's my point. Right. That's and that's that's a good point. Yeah. No, that's all I'm saying. I mean, the TSA is not constitutional, in my opinion, and yet it's in your face if you want to fly on an airplane. Oh, I see. So you have the Constitution for the United, and United is not capital. U is not capitalized, but states is. Yeah. And I, I don't think, I don't think that's. I think the United States. If we were to say Norway, we wouldn't have a small N on Norway. It's it's a name of a country. It's capitalized, not the whole word, just the first letter in the word. Wasn't it originally the several United States of America? Maybe, probably. But Alan, this is Steve. Yeah, Steve. It says we the people. Of course, we all know that's in large letters. It says of the United States with a capital U and a capital S. That's the way I think it should be then. Now, I didn't want to make a big deal out of it tonight, but Hal can explain it very clearly to you. Hey, we right. can discuss a three-way call. Well, it, it's all null and void, and we, uh, it, I, I don't know, I, I don't know how our enemies have used that. I mean, they, it's all, everything they're doing is totally illegal and null and void, even though they're doing it against the law, against the common law, against the, the true law. But that's nothing new either. What happened to Andrew was against the law, but they still did it. Right. Hey, yeah, and I, I still went oh. along with it. 30, I'm sorry. You, you know, and I was telling someone, Andrew, I said, you yeah. know, if, if you... If if they take the first gun and you and you just hold on to the second gun sitting in your pocket, and you're like, "Sir, give me back my property. That's my property. I have the right to defend my property uh, uh, with 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 uh, with by any means necessary," and then they're like, "No, we're taking it." To me, if you shot him, you would be justified. I said, "Give me back my property now." They start pulling a gun on you, and then you shoot them. Say, "Look, they wouldn't yeah. give me back my property." Yeah, yeah, no, and, and that's the that's you're exactly right. And uh, the point being is that in, in general, having a light, having an actual driver's license is illegal as well. I mean, only yeah. if you're going to be doing business. And I'm just saying, I do go along in the system, um, but it's like, yeah, 
that's semantics with the you, you know, because these are illegal things they're doing, you know. Right. So it's, it's null and void as far as uh, it, compared to law, but we we all we all are co- um, involved in it because otherwise we're going to end up like old Welton. <laughs> yeah. I, I do think that the, the scripture agree with thine adversary quickly while thou art in the way with him. I think that lot, too many people don't understand that, and you end up offending people and showing not love towards them, but just kind of authoritativeness to them. And uh, you know, it, it, it spe- Christ specifically says, or you'll, you'll end up in jail and you won't be able to get out until you pay the uttermost farthing. And while you're in jail, you can't pay anything. And so, the way we do things is as important or more important than what we're doing. Anyway, Jared, should we uh, should we just skip it for now? You there, Jared? You muted? Jared must have left, had to leave. He might be back on later. Andrew, is there anything else you have? Um, um, yeah, no, I think we, I think we covered pretty much most of it. The, um, yeah, just hopefully we can work with us in a way. I don't know how. I, I think you emailed me. Yeah. I got his number anyway. I'll, I'll contact. I'm going to call him tonight after the call. Yeah, I... He, I can give you his email right now if you want. No, it's okay. I'll just give him a shout. He was, uh, yeah, I mean, he was very enthusiastic, and he has, I guess he wrote He wrote a book. Is that correct? He wrote a book. He gave me a copy. Okay, gotcha. So, you know, he does have some access to media in that sense. Um, I'll tell you one idea that he had, and, I, I, you know, I'm open to any ideas, and I just don't know exactly what to think about this idea, but he said that it might be a good idea to have a face of the party, kind of like um, he was comparing it to, um, uh, you know, thinking of like, uh, what's the, I don't know, some insurance company, some commercials out there. I, I don't watch TV, so I don't know what commercials, but they, I don't know, there's probably... Uh, I don't, you know, some some spokesperson for a company, right? Usually is right. They'll have one person that'll be pushing it, and that will be kind of their brand, as far as uh, to a uh, as far as a person uh, to put the face with the with the brand of the organization. So he thought maybe we should think about I don't know how or anything, but that was just one of his ideas that he was that he was talking about. So I don't know what you guys think about that. I don't know, like, you know, it's just because, you know, like we get. I'm gonna get different people to do videos here, but, um, you know, he was saying we we should have one. I don't, I, I don't know if it's. Yeah, maybe he can get on and explain it. Yeah, he's, he's a very bright yeah. guy, and he he gave a great talk at the summit we had. And if he was just more involved, we could assess his talents and say, hey, how about if you do this? Yeah. Yeah, he's totally, totally 
with it. Very smart guy. So, yeah, everything else is going good. I'll just, I'm going to give him a call. Actually, maybe he'll see. I'll give, I'm going to get off, give him a call, and see. Maybe he'll get on. Yeah, okay. Okay, sweet. Sounds good. Okay, yeah, let's see. Go ahead. Threatened books. It isn't just one. He's actually written about five books. A few books. of them. Okay, got it. Five. Wow. Let's let's go to a Michael Pilatus, who's on the road in Nebraska. Michael, by now? Yeah, actually, really. Yeah. Okay. You hear me now? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that was pretty good timing. I just barely pulled off uh, off an exit and uh, just come to a stop. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, any anything you've been doing, or what what have you been doing, and then any plans you have? Go ahead, sir. Um, well, what I've done this last week is I I made that uh, that that group page for anybody that's on Facebook. Uh, Facebook, it's uh, a leader anyway. It's IAP leaders. Wayne, are anyway, you on Facebook? You're not, right, Wayne? And uh, anyway, and uh, let's see, who was it? Uh, um, was it Scott, who's in West Virginia? Yeah, he's on the phone right now. Oh, uh, anyway, he had a has a group one for his state. So, uh, and I had been thinking about doing one for Idaho too. So I just I just went ahead and made a, a group for Idaho. And uh, I decided that I, you know, anybody that I know that is my Facebook friend that lives in Idaho, I was just going to put them on the group. I didn't care if they were liberal or, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, whatever their persuasion was, because I'm I'm going to, uh, you know, the when President Benson, uh, uh, Secretary of Agriculture Benson at the time uh, had met with was it Boris Yeltsin and uh, said uh, you Americans are so naive um, we'll feed you small doses of of uh, communism until one day you wake up and or of socialism one day you wake up and and uh, you'll already have communism. Anyway, but I, I, from that same thought, I, I'm taking the same idea. Well, I'm, I'm going to uh, um, feed people small doses of, of freedom and liberty principles, and until one day they'll wake up and they'll realize that they're independent Americans. Yeah. So anyway, I'm just putting everybody I know on on that group. And if anybody else is on Facebook, if they can, uh, I'll try and get everybody that I um, that's on uh, IAP leaders as uh, um, I'll get them as members on that page. And, and if if they want to do it in their own states too, that would be good because uh, it'd be nice if somebody would whoever's over Utah would do one because I got so many friends, so many liberty minded friends in, in Utah and I think it would um the thing that I've noticed more about 
the difference between Idaho and Utah is okay. there's more Utah people talking things up. They're talking and they're uh, they like to uh, get on and and I mean there's quite a few in Idaho, but but uh, just and maybe it's just that uh, there's more population in Utah. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, so that's that's what I'm doing is I'm you know I'm not talking about you know current events or um, whatever's happening so much in government right now. I'm just I just want to stick to the principles. You know, this is the the principles of of uh, good government. This is the principles of liberty, and I just want to talk about those core things because. If someone's a whatever um, minded person they are, everybody, I believe everybody is freedom minded. And uh, so it doesn't matter what political organization they um, they supposedly relate to, they're all liberty minded. And so that's what I want to stick to. Yep. Well, good work. I, I I think that's a that's a good thing to do. It's it's uh, a lot of people are on Facebook. It's just uh, now we have to. I think we have to organize more, like have meetings and phone calls and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and get, yeah, get that's that's down. the other thing is it, it it'll help identify, you know, who who is going to be the the leaders that we are needing too because if uh people are making comments and you know you can't really see their their face and their expression to know if they're bobbing on but if they're liking it if they're commenting uh, you know those are you know those are the people to focus on and then get them involved in the party and and in their areas yeah one thing that would be good to do in Idaho, we did it four years in a row, and last year was the first year we didn't do it, is the the Fourth of July parade in Idaho Falls. We we've been in it four years in a row, and uh, oh. passing out well, pamphlets and yeah, I didn't I didn't even notice that, and but that's that's what I'm planning on doing is I'm going to do the Fourth of July parade. I I mean. I got access to flatbeds and trucks, so why not? Yeah, that would be great. I could help. I could help you. I mean, I okay. I was I was hoping for a flatbed for four years. I was like, I was scrounging around asking ward members and stuff for whatever I could get, and we, it was it was always looked okay. One time we had to rent a thing just to have something. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know what they're. Idaho Falls regulation is, but they probably don't allow you to pull double trailers, would they? No, I don't think so. I so just try and get the longest one. But, uh, but um, yeah, then and you I have can, to pay. Can, yeah. Yeah, isn't it like fifty dollars? Well, it's if you have pamphlets and you want to pass them out, it's a little bit more. Oh, they, okay. But they, they're pretty good because I think they I think the Chamber of Commerce believes in what we're doing and they just I've never attended the meeting because I've been here in Arizona 
and uh-huh. they've just always just allowed me to skip the meeting, and then made I made sure that. And even even my son did pass out a few pamphlets, but not that many. But it's a cleanup fee. So are they? Are they? They're just talking about if you're going out, if you're in the parade and you're passing them out. So I notice a lot of people are just walking the sidewalks, passing out pamphlets. Do they? Uh... Yeah, and I I don't know if they're supposed to, but I think they let them go. But okay. anyway, we, that and then um, and then a. a just like what Jared and Hal are talking about, just a conference call, just and then you're on it and and you just advertise it, and even if no one's there, first few weeks, just jump on. All right, no one's there. So John Greenemeyer, the previous chairman, he was retired, and he was on a call every single day of the week, even Sunday. Every single day he had a conference call, one for each committee, and then one, and we only have one a week here, but. Wow. He would he would jump on, and he he'd be on for ten minutes. And if no one came on, he would he would hang up. And then the next day he would be on again, same time. He always knew the time. You know, seven o'clock Mountain Time. And then he, and then if one person was on, he'd talk to him for an hour, or whatever. Uh-huh. You know, he he was always available. And uh, if you did, I mean, you don't have to be on every every day of the week but if you had a conference call it once a week and just said look you know this is what we're doing why don't you jump on and then and then you uh thursdays or something and then you see who who makes it on and when we pass out those pamphlets you could advertise that you're you're on on thursdays and this is the number and if you're interested call in and get a group of guys that way okay anyway that's just some thoughts Okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I've been trying to think of uh, other events throughout the year to have, but anyway, I don't. Well, I feel like I don't. I all I know is the principles, and I don't know too much about the party itself, as far as um, how it operates, organized and stuff. It's all just. I think you have all the capabilities. It's just putting some ideas into action, and then seeing seeing what works. There's there's a couple of good. Robert Gorglione knows them. Just say, what are some good organ constitutional? Because he's belonged to them before, and he's uh-huh. went to speeches and stuff. He went to, but anyway, he uh, he would know the Title of Liberty. I think they're one of them in Idaho Falls. And they're oh, organized, okay. and they have a meeting, and then just just get with them and and see if you can say, look, you know, we're we're doing this. This is what we we need to collect signatures. Would anyone be interested in being involved in the party? And, uh, okay. Anyway, it's it's a big, it's a tall order getting eight thousand, eighteen thousand signatures to get on the ballot, but. Yeah. God bless you, and you know at least you're there, and we can try to make effort every week towards the goal. Yeah, I just wish I was really there. I know you're on the road, just like I. <laughs> well, and it's you're uh, doing what you can. I, I don't know what. Yeah, I used I. Uh, I had been doing flatbed, and I, a lot of times I'd be home Friday through Sunday, and. Now it's being like 
unlucky to have a half a day off. Right. Or half a day at home. I understand. Well, thanks for all you're doing, Michael. Just stay at it. Okay. Stay at it. Let's go to Scott Forsyth before it gets too late there in West Virginia. It's 9.40 there about. Scott, how are you doing? I'm doing great. All right, man. It's good to have you on. I know you usually work at this time, right? Yeah, I've been working the evenings for the past couple months, so I haven't had much of a chance to join in. Well, you're very active on Facebook and stuff, and... And I know you're involved, and I, we all know where your heart is, but any any report or any thoughts that you have in building the party in West Virginia? Go ahead, anything. Absolutely, yeah. Um, well, the, like we were just talking about with, with Michael, uh, I had that idea to start a state-level Facebook group. Um, there's really only, like, maybe five of us who've actually been active enough or interested enough, you know, so I've, I've added them, and my main idea was just to get something going, you know, and and on the state level, and uh, I'm trying to focus a lot on uh, the state legislature, which is, they're going to meet pretty soon and start making new laws, so I was trying to, you know, get some ideas, and I want to try to get people more involved in the process of, you know, you know what the requirements are to get on the ballot in West Virginia? Um, uh, I do not actually. I, I need to find out a lot of the uh, the basics and uh, get rolling on that. Well, um, I have a document. Maybe I'll try to look it up. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. But if it's only a thousand signatures or something, that could be doable. Mhm. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. And. and uh, in about two years, I want to run on the state level as a Good. state delegate. So, and uh, I'm don't, trying to keep, yeah. I'm trying to keep a you know close eye on on the legislature and get more involved on the local level. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited. Um, and. Also, uh, let's see. I just have a quick question: Is is Dwayne Vance? Is he uh, is he in the leadership of the party? No, well, he ran as a he ran for uh, U.S. Con- uh, Senate. Okay. But, yeah, but, that's right. But he he's a great guy, and he. Did a, did a great job, but he's still only got like a few percent of the vote, okay. unfortunately. But and he's never really wanted to be involved in the party oh, as okay. a as a party organizer. He just kind of wanted to run for office. Okay. Unless Wayne knows different than me. Okay, I was because I was thinking of adding him to the Facebook. Uh, do leaders. it. I don't know. Do if, it if should you... I do that or? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I mean, it would. It's a subtle invite for him to be involved in the party, and right. I mean, we yeah. we need to me. To me, we need. If you're, it's like if you're cleaning the garage. You know, I, you have to you have to start in the appropriate place in order to get the job done. And 
I think a lot of people, they think the solution is just to run for office, that that's the solution. But the, really the solution is is to build an organization that's godly and constitutional so that good things can spring out of that organization, constitutional people that will run for office. But uh, in, in other words, a drop of water will dry up in the sun and be forgotten about, but a river of drops of water is is going to be uh, insurmountable for our enemies to overcome thing right in their face, you know. So. Absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah, another thing I've been doing on the local level is just getting more involved on Facebook as far as uh, um, liberty, liberty-minded people. Um, I joined West Virginia groups with, you know, Second Amendment groups and stuff, and I feel like the more I get involved in those, people will look me up, and it'll be kind of a subtle way of, advertise, you know, getting the word out about this party. And uh, people will be like, "Who is this? What is this?" You know. And so uh, I've been getting a lot more involved in those groups. And um, also, like, I actually during the last vote, I actually voted for the Constitution Party guy for the on the Senate level. And uh, and so that that alone, you know, it shows up on public records and what not, what I'm registered as, and uh, the little yeah. things like that, you know, it's it's just uh they they see that I'm trying to focus on these principles that are attracting me to them, and as we get more involved together, and as if I, as you know, when I can help, uh, when I get more involved. They'll be like, "Oh, okay, this is what the Independent Party is about," you know. Is the Constitution Party a ballot access party in West Virginia? Yes, it is. Actually, it's it's a uh, it's pretty uh, pretty. It's growing quite a bit. They uh, there's also a, there's the Libertarian Party and there's also a Mountain Party, which is more like a Green Party here in West Virginia, and all the parties. During the last election, all the parties, the third parties, we all kind of we got together and did a little protest as far as the debates because they were leaving us out of the debates as well. So that um, that turned out pretty successful actually. The uh, they actually ended up overturning um, the debates, and uh, even though they. They did only do the debates for Republicans and Democrats at first. Then they realized, oh, these third parties are actually, you know, getting angry. So they actually joined in um, a second debate. So that was that was a good progress. So I'm trying to basically ally myself with the other third parties here, in West Virginia, and let people get, you know. Let people right. know more about the party. There's really only like five of us, you know, so I'm, just, I'm probably like the most active. <laughs> but uh, well, if but, you, uh, it's exciting though. I, I'm excited a lot. Good. There's um two two things if you don't mind me suggesting some things for you to do, and one is one is, and I can there's. Each state is always slightly different on ballot access laws. 
and just call the Secretary of State or call the the Lieutenant Governor's Office or whatever is the qualified entity in West Virginia and ask them what what is the uh, requirements for a new party to gain ballot access. And try to be in front of the computer when you do, because they'll say, "Well, if you go to our website, and and you can probably just look at it, maybe just look it up." But if you go to our website, then you got to do this, and you got to make sure that when you circulate the petition, you can't say that they can't vote that 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 they they have to vote for you or something like that. They, anyway, there's there are always little weird laws that they t- they'll tell you about. But the the big thing that you could do is contact, get build a relationship of trust with the Constitution Party, with like the chairman in West Virginia, and invite him to our Alliance of Independent American Parties call. Okay. And that that call is in a week from this Thursday, but all but it's at the top of our website. If he goes to 1776 Alliance. Dot org. Okay. If, if he goes to 1776alliance.org, he can jump on, and then we can talk. Because if, because if the Constitution Party decides to align with the Alliance of Independent American Parties, they're basically one of us. They're basically, yeah. we, we, we claim them as ours, just like the Constitution Party in Oregon. Okay. And so those two things, Scott, if you don't mind researching that out. And, uh, Will do. Because I think the number one thing you could do is try is contact the Constitution Party chairman and assess whether or not he has the spirit of party. Okay. And, and uh, if he has the spirit of party, then he's going to say, no, you know, it's either the Constitution Party or nobody. Then you just say, thank you for your time. But... But if you invite him to the call and say, look, there's an alliance of independent American parties going on and you can maintain your autonomy and everything about your your party, but you just add three things to your bylaws or to your governing documents, and, he, and he'll like the three things if he's our kind of person. Yeah. And, and then... Uh, and it's all, it's all there on the website, 1776alliance.org. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. I'll Thanks, on that. Scott. Thank you. All right. Hey, uh, let me jump in real quick here. Please, Come. please, Andrew. I got. Sinaway is going to call. Sinaway is going to call in in like five minutes, I think. Okay. Just letting you know. Yeah. He's uh he's on the road on his way to dinner or something like that. So, I just okay. said, hey, pop in for five minutes and get okay. some of you. Okay. I'll I'll monitor when I see a new person on. I'll think it's him, and then we'll turn the time over to him. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Steve Pankritz, let's go to you next before Sinaway jumps on. Do you any uh, any go ahead anything? Well, I have um, been looking at direction. Um, what would be the best thing to do? It seems like the people that we elect and send back to our national legislature, our Congress, Senate, and the House, uh, get corrupted. Uh, there's very few that uh, come out uh, voting 100% for the Constitution. 
in uh, this past week, I've uh, found out about Dr. Edwin Vieira, Jr., uh, graduate from Harvard. He's got four degrees from Harvard. Uh, he's a lawyer. He's got a PhD in physics and so on. And he has uh, written books on militias and on monetary systems. And uh, I was able to get a, a CD of one of his books called uh, The Sword and Sovereignty. And he wrote this in 2012. And he says, here are some tools to help the patriots uh, take up the defense of freedom. Uh, he's going over the laws uh, that were in effect prior to the Constitution, prior to the um, Declaration of Independence, and what the militia consisted of, and a lot of different information about that. Um, I'm feeling and thinking that we as a party should try and focus on states' rights because our battle is between our individual rights combined with the states against the federal government. Uh, the federal government is usurping power and authority, and we need to arm, uh, not literally, but we need to get the knowledge uh, to our legislators and to our citizens of our several states of how to combat or fight the encroaching uh, federalist uh, socialist doctrines. So I've been sharing Edwin uh, Vieira's information on Facebook. Uh, I was really excited about it last week, still am. And uh, I have on Facebook, there at the top, they have what they call uh, call to action. Uh, on, on cer certain web pages, on my web page, they said, "Hey, would you like to have this?" And I checked it out. And I said, "Yeah, sure." And so a call to action says, "Hey, I, it's a business thing. Do you want to um, buy or shop on my web page?" And I looked through there, and I says, "Oh, hey, it has a thing to sign up." And I said would you like to sign up with the Independent American Party? If you do, click here, uh, and it'll take you to the uh, independentamericanparty.org. Uh, so that's some of the things that I've been doing. Um, I haven't done much else. been pretty busy with other things. That's that's a good thing, call to action on Facebook. I mean, you've brought that up before, and then I noticed it one time, but I can't remember how I got to it. But, it's at uh, the top uh, of my page where it has a picture of George Washington riding across the uh, Delaware, you know, standing your, up in the boat. Of your personal and, web page or the IEP page? Uh, Independent American Party of New okay. Mexico. Okay, there it is. So, uh, Scott and... and Where did, where's uh, the call to action? Yeah, it's called CTA. And on my 
web page, it shows me how many people have clicked on it. Uh, so far this week, zero. <laughs> so I can't see the button. Oh, you can't? No. Oh. I'm on I'm on your web page right now. Uh, on, on the Independent American Party of New Mexico. Yeah. And then where is the button? It says sign up. It's at the lower right. Oh hand. yeah. Sign up. Share. Okay. I see sign up. Yeah. Yeah. And it and it points to our web page. Good idea. Well yeah. why don't we do that? How did you get that button there? Uh Facebook sent me a message about it. Mm. Could you forward me that email? Because I don't even think we have that on our national web. What's that? I don't believe it was an email. Oh, it was something, a message on Facebook. Yeah, it was a notification. Okay. Maybe I'll do some homework and try to figure out, because we don't, we don't have that on our national website, and that's pretty cool. You just click the button, it goes right to our website. Yeah. But I'm, I went to our national website right now, and it doesn't have that button. So, um, as you probably have noticed on my New Mexico um, Facebook page for the Independent American Party, I try and talk about principles. Uh, I'm like Michael Politis. Uh, I don't get into uh, issues. I try and stick to the uh, principles that we need to be working by. So I'm I'm anxious to hear uh, what uh, our New Mexico Secretary of State has for uh, voter registration and voter information for 2014, and I have not seen a response back from Bobby Shearer about uh, what it takes to stay on the ballot if we don't run a statewide candidate. Have you had anything from her? No, no, and I sent her an email too. So. Uh, I think I will go to a lower-level employee like Bernadine Lucero. Yeah, good idea. And uh, see what uh, she has to say. Okay, good good idea. Okay. That's all I have. Okay, thank you. I don't think we have Sinaway on yet. Um, we have, let's see, Will on. Will, how are you, sir? Uh, very fine. I uh, I got the uh, prayer request out uh, yeah. and sent it to you. I presume you got it. I got it. It's on our website. Oh, good. I looked for it on the website this morning. Couldn't find it. It's uh, you know what? I I did one of those things where I announced it was up there, like almost midnight last night, and then when I got to work today, I put it up there. Well, uh, I, I, it must have been 10 or 11 when I look, looked for it and couldn't find uh, it. It was up there before that, I'm pretty sure. Let, let me oh. let me go there oh. right now and make sure it's up there. I'm sure it is. Have you uh, got a picture of Billy Graham bowing his head? Yeah. Prayer request, oh. February 13th, 2015? Yeah. Okay, so you see it now? Well, no, uh, no I'm not on... Uh, oh, okay. But uh, I remember seeing Billy Graham up there, and uh, and I looked all around and couldn't find anything. Right underneath it, it says prayer request February 13th, 2015. 
which is February. Oh, anyway, I'd say February. Oh, <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm gonna change to January right now. So is that uh, is that going out to our members? Um, let's do an email. Uh, I'm gonna send it to our members too. Excellent, excellent. Okay, I've got uh, I've got one more thing. Things have been hopping. Yeah. And but uh, I've got something that I think will be. Uh, uh, beneficial for the nation and for our party. This is a uh, quote from the Bob Livingston letter, which uh, I subscribe to. Uh, can I read you about uh, mm. six or seven sentences? Yes. And I'm going to send this to you, and I think it might be helpful to put it on the site. Congress continues to cede its powers to the dictatorship. This is what he says. President Barack Obama appointed an Ebola czar, and aside from some GOP caterwauling over the fact that Ron Klain is simply a political hack with no medical experience, nothing else was said. Never mind that, according to the Constitution, Article 2, Section 2, the president must have the advice and consent of the Senate to appoint public ministers and consuls. The word czar is of Vulcan origin, etymology originating from the name Caesar and is therefore a title of nobility. Never mind that according to Article 1, Section 9, no title of nobility shall be granted in the United States. Supposed conservatives like Senator Cruz have called on Obama to formulate a policy for handling the Obama crisis, particularly in the area of travel restrictions and border security. Never mind that Article 1, Section 1 grants all legislative power to the Congress, and Article 2, Section 1 only grants the President the powers to execute laws passed by Congress. And it goes on like that. But I think if we put that up, it would come to Senator Cruz's attention that somebody is watching and uh, uh, understands the Constitution, and perhaps he might want to read it once or twice. <laughs> yeah, Andrew's niece has to memorize it in school. In home <laughs> homeschool. <laughs> oh, homeschool. Okay. Well, anyway, there's a, there's another two paragraphs that go on. I read you two and a half. Uh, so uh, it's, it's good stuff. Should we send this out, uh, Bill Committee send, or should we just... Oh, I website? didn't even think of that. <laughs> yeah. That would be great for February. Oh, you know, that would be a fantastic thing to send to send to Congress. Yeah, we would. And, and also the media. Yeah. And possibly state legislators. Good grief, who couldn't use that thing? Yeah. Yep. So we'll, let's send it to me, and I'll put it on the website now, but then next month I'll, I'll send it out. For okay, the this is... A, uh, and we want to give him credit for uh, authorship. Yes, we'll do that. Absolutely. Okay. So I'll look for it you'll, in an email? Uh, yes, you'll ex expect it as an email. As, with my typing skills, you ought to have it by at least by early March. <laughs> well, we'll do the April April bill committee then. <laughs> Ruth is going to Ruth is going to type this for me. Your prayer request was excellent, and I hope everyone reads it and, and uh, utilizes and uh, follows good leadership. 
because it it offers good leadership, and we can all pray for those things and have a prayer for what you've written in our hearts. Remember, the prayer committee is the most important committee in the IAP, and it involves all of us. Well, uh, thank you. Uh, appreciate those kind thank, words. Thank you, Will. Uh, I think that's, uh, and I apologize to uh, for coming on so blasted late, um, I got busy and forgot what day it was. That's all right. So I That's all right. Thank, thank you, Will. Just glad you're here. And I think we just had Sinue, Sinue, uh, Mr. Noriega. Are you on? <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Hey, thanks for joining with us. Yeah, no problem. We. Uh, um, I've got. A, okay, I just got a few minutes, but. Yeah, you got like five minutes, or yeah, whatever. Take five minutes, or whatever, however long you want to take, and give us your ideas. Go ahead. Well, uh, I was talking to Andrew the other day. I was thinking that, uh, you know, something like uh, if you think of the, um, you know, all those all those commercials for the uh, uh, cellular service like T-Mobile, they have their uh, their hosts on there, and that's kind of the brand of T-Mobile. And what's important about that is that person that portrays the T-Mobile is a confident person. Uh, does isn't necessarily the company, but is the the face of the company. So rather than it be uh, somebody running, like the person running for for uh, you know um, the governor or the person running for uh, whatever it is that 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 we have somebody running, what we do is we have our 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 party branded with a spokesperson. So this is the spokesperson. It could be me. It can be somebody else, but the whole point is that it's somebody charismatic, somebody that has the ability to talk well, somebody that can present themselves to the public and be not only very charismatic, but also be able to be uh, likable, somebody that stands well in front of the in front of the camera, somebody that stands well, uh, that speaks well in the in, in the radio and somebody that can stand well to the opposition and the questions that are bombarded and easily come back with a quick, sharp, responsive answer. So something or why that's important is we can have that brand, uh, you know, I give a, a picture of me or a picture of somebody else that you might pick, and then people look, oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, the, that, 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 that's what we want to do, the independent party. You know, that's, no, that's you're what right. we want to go you, you know, that's what we want to go for. Now, what happens at that point is, let's say somebody's running for whatever it's running for, so we have, we have the brand, the model, and then we have whoever's running in the background, you know, and, and uh, you know, why, why, why would somebody, and, and the spokesperson saying, why would we support somebody like so-and-so to run for governor? And then we might have that person, uh, you know, some audio in the background, some maybe a, a couple of moments or whatnot of, speeches in the background or show that person's face, but we bombard everything with the spokesperson, with the brand. Why? Again, because we want to have not only those strong ideas that are catching the hearts of Americans of exactly what we need. You know, we need we need these independent uh, ideas. We need we need to get our constitution back and we need all these these strong ideas that are going to capture the public, but we also need an image. And as we all know, uh, for instance, uh, an example of that is Ron Paul. Ron Paul, uh, huge idealist, has awesome ideas, and yet 
put him in front of a camera, uh, you put him in front of the radio, and sometimes he defeats himself uh, because, you know, he, he might stutter, he might right, uh, do some, some, some things. And so we put somebody confident, somebody that is – just think of the opposition. They have Obama. I mean, they have these people, not only Obama, but certain others that stand in front of a camera, and no matter what, even if they don't have the answer, just their charisma alone is going to win it. And so, you know, yeah. if you've ever sat there and listened to Obama, sometimes he even starts winning us over. You know, not really, but you know how what I'm talking about. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm saying. The 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 spokesman. Let's say it, it, it's me. Let's say it's me. It's well, not that I'm running. Would, would you like to do it? Oh sure, I'd love to do it. Well, you know, I mean, because it, it's uh, you know, you know, but it's not that I'm running for something. You see what I'm saying? I'm just the uh, the logo spokesman. You see. Well, you, uh, you, you, if you uh, Prager University, if you their brand, they're kind of new, but they have that guy that you see all the time. You think of exactly. Progressive and that girl. Remember that squirrely girl in Progressive commercials? Exactly. And then exactly. those two, those two guys about. in Verizon and that black guy in Allstate. Are you in good hands and all of that? That's what that's what you're saying. We need. Exactly, and and if it was me, you know, I stand, I might say a couple of, of points, and this is another thing that I told Andrew that's very important. We don't bombard them with, with issues like Agenda 21 and these kind of things that you and I understand but that the public has no idea about. What we say is the strong issues that everybody will be attached to. For instance, we say, did you know that right now uh, President Obama is, is – uh, taking over education and will now give higher education to even the illegals coming in? Did you know that, President? You know, this is the kind of stuff we talked about. And I'm on the phone right now. Sorry about that. My son's uh, No, no, <laughs> you're fine. We all, uh, anyway, most of us have kids. Uh, and we talk about the, the, the issues, the, well, can you... not only the issues, the, the issues that are at, at the heart of America, for instance, Common Core, we don't talk about issues of common core that are that are going to be, um, you know, blasting people into the unknown. But we talk of things like, did you know that right now uh, your uh, the education system is out of your hands and you as a parent can't even look at the test? You know, that might be one little thing out of ten that we say in front of the camera or in front of the uh, with these commercials. And then we this is why we support so and so for governor. This is why we support so-and-so for president, to put these, uh, these rights as a person, as a citizen of the United States, back in your hands. Mr. <laughs> Noriega, we, it's interesting you're talking about this because we're on the verge of, of producing YouTube videos. And, uh, yeah, that's, An what we, that's, that's Andrew, what he was talking about. Yeah, Andrew is uh, very involved in that. And, and uh, also Steve Pinker is on the phone right now as the chairman. But Andrew is the media committee coordinator. And... Uh, and so Steve is that's a subcommittee we have under the media. Would you be involved in that? Because you have oh, great sure, ideas. But not only do you have great ideas, I think you would be a great spokesperson. What do you think? Yeah, Andrew? I mean I, I you you yeah, you've see you've seen me on the you know, on the videos and such. I and if, if that's one gift I have, it is uh, charisma and and, uh, and and being able to stand in front of people and give quick, sharp answers. So yeah, I'd love to be involved with something like that. Well, let's um, let, then then Andrew and those folks there in in St. George, as well as Steve, and he's in Albuquerque. But but p please be a part of us in our committee and 
Andrew, what do you think? Does that I don't mean to trump your authority or anything. Yeah, no, no, we were that's exactly what uh Sinaway and I were talking about. Well, I think I think we need to do that uh, and you are you spoke you spoke very well at the summit I attended and 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 uh we can still involve Nyla too, but you could say whatever in Spanish and English and it would just be even better. Yeah, and then and then we could have Nyla uh, uh, running for the, if she's running again. I'm not sure if she's running, but you could have her running again, or you could have her any of our candidates or any of our spokesmen. There's another thing I was talking to Andrew about uh, any of our uh, to form like a uh, like a chain of powerhouses. You know, we could have people like Bundy, uh, people like uh, uh, Mac. Uh, Sheriff Mack and such, that right. they are also powerhouses, and what are we doing? We link up with them so that these kind of advertisements not only show, you know, the, the spokesman, the, the brand, but they also show almost every people. time these Sheriff Mack and, and, and a couple of other powerhouses that people can say, well, I know Sheriff Mack. Oh, wow. Yes, you know. Well, and what would be needed? If you were there every time, and then we interviewed these various people, and so you were the staple, and then these were like, oh, my heavens, we have the staple and these powerhouses. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And so that was that was what I was talking about. So, you know, it sounds like we're right along the same lines. I'm going to have to let you guys go. I'm so sorry that I can't How often uh, do you in St. George, real quick? Do you in St. George that much? Are no, you, I, I, as I was talking to Andrew, I moved to uh, California. It's in Northern California. So, so I am kind of hard here. to... It'd, it'd be kind of hard to f- film you then, right? Yeah, well, you know, I was talking to Andrew, and there's various uh, various things that we can do as far as, uh, you know, the, the technology today is huge. So, uh, okay, you know, we well, can, if we can figure it out, let's we'll do it. Yeah. I'll let you go. I know you got to go. Thank you. Okay. Sorry about that. And then God we'll, bless. We'll be in touch. Then. Okay. okay. Bye. All right, Andrew. You, uh, you think we can coordinate that then? Yeah, I mean, we... We've uh, I don't you know I don't know exactly how we go about uh, getting the videos because um, the way that uh, uh, Niall and I have done a, we've done a couple practice takes and I um, you know it's nice because we were doing this interview style where I was kind of interviewing her but in general um, you know I like I, I really like that idea and she seems. Uh, you know, very well spoken. Right. I don't know. I you you know you've seen him speak publicly, so he's pretty well, great, right? I, I didn't want to tell him that it would be him. I wanted to pass it through you guys first, so that's kind of why I wanted to bring him on. Well, I think most of us know him. Um, what do you think, Will or Wayne or any Steve or anybody? We were all there at that meeting. You think he would be I, good? I believe. Yeah. I believe. For about three or four hours, four hours. yeah, for, for several hours. So I, I think it's excellent. Uh, it's a little logistics be a little tough, but well, how about if the so you think so? Does anyone think he would not be a good spokesman? No, I don't. Uh, I, this I is Will. That, yeah. Uh, why don't we? Uh, why don't we uh, uh, give him a topic or a uh, uh, something a three four minute uh, and let him get that photo uh, exactly recorded there, 
and let's see how he is. Exactly. That's what yeah, I was going to Good call. Okay. Yeah. Gonna, how about this? I'll send him uh, one of the. I'll send him the same script that we that Nile and I've been using. Good. And I'll say, hey, can you just can you do this and pop it up onto? Uh, I think he, he did tell me that he uh, he either has a YouTube page or I know that he can put some YouTube videos up. I'll and I'll get that link and I'll have him him just do that in front of his own camera there and pop it up on YouTube. And then, you know, we'll coordinate and I'll send it to everybody. Well, see, if he's amb- ambitious like we all hope he is, he may be able to do all of the video himself. Mm-hmm. And and then we just stamp our IAP logo on it or something, you know, we can add value to it and then put it on YouTube. Yeah, in other words, yes, we, can, we, we can get him the script. We mm-hmm. can uh, we can put the logo and we can put it on. All we need is for him to do the video himself. And if he's ambitious, which, which it seems like he is, then let's let's do that. Can you can you ask him to do one then, Andrew? Yeah, I'll do that. I'll I'll, uh, I'll try to get him to put up onto YouTube though, so that we can kind of decide. Since like Will said, it's like. Even myself, I have no idea. I talked to him on the phone, and I've never, I had never heard of him or anything before that. So, yeah, let's. I'll get him to do that, and then I'll send it. I'll make sure everybody knows where we'll, to look We'll for do. It. Just yeah, just give it all to him, and say, okay, will you do one? We've decided after you left that we want you to do one, and then, and then we'll, we won't rush into anything. We'll just see how it, how it is. See how we like it. Okay, great. Wonderful, thanks. And do you think two a month is too ambitious, Andrew? Oh, I, I mean, how about one in Spanish and one in English a month? Yeah, I don't. It might be. It might be too ambitious just because of video is video is difficult. But um, let's see. Let me let me talk to him as far as like what he has technology wise and how quickly things can be coordinated. I think that at first it's difficult, like. Um, but I think once we get a handle on it, then two could be could be fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel good about him right now. But let's let's uh, take it step by step. Good idea. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Yeah, well, uh, Kelly, this is Wayne. Yeah. And basically, we have a lady for RC Willie who has been doing their commercials for probably seven or eight years. She's yeah. the only one, just aggressive girl, and, and she they don't have anybody else to it. And it's so she is the household name, and she does all their commercials. And it's pretty amazing because as soon as you see her, you know who it is, where she is, and what she says is going to be important for household information and buying things. So anyway, I, I like Noriega a bunch. Like I say, I've dealt with him for quite a little while. He is big time. His whole life has been dedicated to Common Core and exposing it. And he, but he is knowledgeable about everything. He understands the Gideon robbers. He understands where the Constitution is. And so I just have my full support. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. This could be a really good idea, Andrew, that you came up with. Oh, great. Wonderful. 
Okay. So did we did we lose you, uh, Michael, and then you jumped back on from from Idaho? Yeah, just a Oh, you're fine. No, you're fine. We just I want someone from Idaho jumped on, and I noticed we only had one Idaho. So pro life must be busy. Okay. Is there anyone else I haven't called on? Is there Jason Christensen on or Christy or anyone else? Yeah, Kelly, Christy is here, right? Christy. Hey. Hi. Um, I jumped on a few minutes late, but I was able to hear the majority of the call. Wow. So I did want to say I am more than happy to help you make phone calls if that's the route that you want to go to ask for donations. Wow. Okay. Uh, how many would you feel comfortable? And don't run faster than you have strength. Like five or a week or less? Yeah, five Five is fine. Okay. Okay. And then um, do you like Facebook very much, Christy? <laughs> Not really. Do, do I like Facebook? <laughs> well, we, we just need someone to take over our Utah Facebook page. And um, I, I. Don't well, worry about it. Don't worry if you're not a Facebooker. Some people that are Facebookers, like like Zach Strong, has ours, and he's just constantly posting things. And some people are that way, and most people like me aren't. What What would be the What's the expectation on the Facebook posting? Well, it, we're talking um, like three posts a day, something like that. And you could okay. borrow you could borrow the posts from our website is the best place. Just grab the articles and post them on there, and uh, and also our Facebook page. So you you could uh, you could go to our the national Facebook page and see what Zach has posted. And oh, post so things. it's just for the Utah. Yeah, the it's just Utah, Utah the state of Utah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't. That's that's fine. Do you want to talk about it offline and? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I can call you tomorrow. Is that okay? Yeah, totally okay. fine. Okay. Okay, and Andrew, if you're available as the media committee coordinator, you're welcome on the call. Okay, but, sounds good. Just shoot me an email. Let me know. Okay. Okay. Okay, I'll do it. And and um, uh, Zach, you got to be careful though. I deleted one thing two days ago where he was ripping on cops again. And we all know from Andrew's experience, we cops can be very uh, abusive with their power. But at the same time, we have to support the, the cops that are keeping their oath of office, like the sheriff. It seems like uh, of Washington County, Utah, and other people, and if any of you, I, I hope all of you have read that that uh, Ezra Taft Benson article where he, he totally says that one of the solutions is totally support constitutional police officers. And so just when you go to the, I just say that because when you go to the, the national Facebook page, um, we, we, we try to be positive. We try to invite solutions and uh, just kind of like, you know, kind of like we all can recognize good leadership, and if it's if it's just ripping on somebody, it's not leadership. It's not light. It's not. It might be truth, but it's not light. Uh, 
and we want it to be truth and light. We want positive things, solutions, and, and you kind of get kind of what what I mean, Christy. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, so, so, and I think you do a great job. But I'll I can make you an administrator on that, and then uh, we can talk about it tomorrow with Andrew, and and see what you think about that. But all it is, I I just get overwhelmed, and I post things on there. Everything there, I think, is posted by me. But it's it's just because I work and because I like to. I'm involved in other things, IAP related. I just don't get to the Facebook a lot, and I'm not like, oh man. You know, it's just one of those other things that you just would like to delegate to somebody else, basically, because I'm not very good at it. You can you can delegate. I will. I'm, not, I'm happy to help. Well, Utah, you know, Utah is an important state, of course, and there's more IAP members in Utah than anywhere else, and you could really start advertising it. You know, you could really make more of it than what it is. You could put your own pictures up there. It's just what's up there is pictures I put up there. But you can you can say no, this is kind of dull. I'm going to put this up. You know, it's just totally up to you. All righty. Oh. Okay. Well, thanks for being on, Christy. Didn't know you. Sure. You were on. Su- Susie Easter had she sent me an email. She couldn't be on tonight, but she's still working for the part. She's still got a task list of stuff she's doing. Is there anyone else that hasn't had a chance to speak? We have Roger Tucker on the computer. And we have we have another person on the computer. But we're pretty transparent. As long as you don't bother us, you're welcome on, all of you. Um, no one else. Should we go to Ron Paul, Wayne? Yep, you're going to love it. You, you've already heard it, huh? Okay. <laughs> okay, I will get him on. One second. Hello, this is Ron Paul with your weekly update for Monday, January 12th. After the tragic shooting at a provocative magazine in Paris last week, I pointed out that given the foreign policy positions of France, we must consider blowback as a factor. Those who do not understand blowback made the ridiculous claim that I was excusing the attack or even blaming the victims. Not at all, as I abhor the initiation of force. The police are not blaming victims when they search for the motive of a criminal. The mainstream media immediately decided that the shooting was an attack on free speech. Many in the U.S. preferred this version as they hate us because we are free, which is the claim that President Bush made after 9-11. They expressed solidarity with the French and vowed to fight for free speech. But have these people not noticed that the First Amendment is routinely violated by the U.S. government? President Obama has used the Espionage Act more than all previous administrations combined to silence and imprison whistleblowers. Where are the protests? Where are the protesters demanding 
the release of John Kariaku, who blew the whistle on the CIA's use of waterboarding and other torture. The whistleblower went to prison, while the torturers will not be prosecuted. No protests. If Islamic extremism are on the rise, the U.S. and French governments are at least partly to blame. The two Paris shooters had reportedly spent the summer in Syria fighting with the rebels seeking to overthrow Syrian President Assad. They were also said to have recruited young French Muslims to go to Syria and fight Assad. But France and the United States have spent nearly four years training and equipping foreign fighters to infiltrate Syria and overthrow Assad. In other words, when it comes to Syria, the two Paris killers were on our side. They may have even used French or U.S. weapons while fighting in Syria. Beginning with Afghanistan in the 1980s, the U.S. and its allies have deliberately radicalized Muslim fighters in hopes they would fight strictly those they are told to fight. We learned on 9-11 that sometimes they come back to fight us. The French learned the same thing last week. Will they make better decisions knowing the blowback from such risky foreign policy? It is unlikely because they refuse to consider blowback. They prefer to believe the fantasy that they attack us because they hate our freedoms or that they cannot stand our free speech. Perhaps one way to make us all more safe is for the U.S. and its allies to stop supporting these extremists. Another lesson from the attack is that the surveillance state that has arisen since 9-11 is very good at following, listening to, and harassing the rest of us but is not very good at stopping terrorists. We have learned that the two suspected attackers had long been under the watch of U.S. and French intelligence services. They had reportedly been placed on the U.S. no-fly list, and at least one of them had actually been convicted in 2008 of trying to travel to Iraq to fight against the U.S. occupation. According to CNN, the two suspects traveled to Yemen in 2011 to train with al-Qaeda, so they were individuals known to have direct terrorist associations. How many red flags is it necessary to set off before action is taken? How long did the U.S. and French intelligence know about them and do nothing, and why? Foreign policy actions have consequences. The aggressive foreign policies of the United States and its allies in the Middle East have radicalized thousands and have made us less safe. Blowback is real whether some want to recognize it or not. There are no guarantees of security, but only a policy of non-intervention can reduce the risk of another attack. Thanks for calling this update. A new update is placed on this number, 888-322-1414 every Sunday. The written text can be found on my Ron Paul Institute website at ronpaulinstitute.org and on my Facebook page. Thanks for calling. Very well said. All right. Thank you, Ron Paul. Appreciate your time. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else that needs to be brought up before the executive committee tonight? Thank you for, for being on the call, we've went about two and a half hours. And thank you for your dedication away from the call. Thank you for all that you're doing and for
your determination to be involved in the solution. So many people think that everything's hopeless, and just by virtue of you being on the call uh, means that you're not one of those people. And um, ultimately, I believe God will fight our battles, and we're destined to win. Uh, we're doomed to succeed. And so you're part of a winning effort right now, and God bless you, and I admire you for being on. Will, can we get you to say the closing prayer? Yes, sir. I was on mute. <laughs> Our Heavenly Father, in gratitude we bow before thee, thankful for the many blessings that thou hast given us, grateful for the wise men that thou hast raised up to give us this free constitutional republic. We are grateful for the sacrifice of our Savior, Jesus Christ, in whose name we have met. And we pray that thou will bless each one of us as we go about our duties this week, that we may do so under the direction of thy Spirit, that the Spirit of freedom may enlighten us and enlighten all within our land. We pray that thy blessings may be with us and that the new legislators that have been elected with ideas of restoring our constitutional republic may be protected from the wiles of the lobbyists and from the wiles of the party leadership. May thy guidance and blessings be with us in the states, in the nation, and in our particular efforts to restore freedom. We ask in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Have a good night, everyone. Good luck this week. God God bless you and your efforts, and we'll talk again next week. See you later. Bye.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 